Y'all, welcome back. I am super excited about this one. Uh, I've done a couple of God Talks so far. Had a pastor, had a, had a Christian believer, had an atheist. And this week I'm talking with a guy, a good buddy of mine, who is none of those things. Uh, not really even close. He's got an interesting perspective on God and how he interacts with God. And uh, I mean, yeah, honestly, I've been looking forward to having him on to talk about this for a while now. There is... Definitely some strong language here, so uh, so brace yourself for that. But uh, but otherwise, genuinely, thank you for listening and enjoy. Y'all, welcome back. Uh, do another God talk here, and I uh, got my buddy Joe. We've known each other forever. We uh, we both grew up in, in religious households and religious schools. Joe, how long do you go to Hyde Park? Like sixth grade. Uh, I was at Hyde Park uh, from second grade all the way till uh, senior. Yowza. So Sega Hyde Park is the, the Southern Texas Baptist school that we went to. So yeah, like you, you know, you got as much, if not more, as all of this than I did. So, anyways, we've done, I've done, Vance and I did. We interviewed a pastor on the episode, whatever that was, six or seven. You can find it. It's on Spotify. And we also did another buddy of ours who's a pretty strong Christian as well. Joe, what uh what would you call yourself with regards to uh to God? Would you would you even label yourself anything? Oh, as far as organized religion, absolutely not. Um, no, I mean, I, I don't have an answer to that. I mean, <laughs> Perfect. That's But that's like, genuinely why I wanted you on, because uh, to quote Einstein, before God, we are all equally wise and equally foolish, end quote. And that's why, in as much as anybody has an opinion on what God is or may not be or God's works and you know, all of that, I consider you just as qualified as anybody else. So to start, just as a as a baseline here, do you believe in God? Whatever that is, I don't know. We don't have to define it just yet. But is there something in your opinion? Uh, I think so. Yeah? Uh, just because through the use of psychedelics, I mean, I know that might seem a little cliche, but my consciousness definitely came into contact with something hmm. i don't know what it was <laughs> all right that actually that answer i don't even know if question. it noticed me but ah, it was see, something we're gonna get back to that because that's that intrigues me uh as much as anything but yeah my next question genuinely was why do you believe whatever it is you believe so i mean it's not necessarily faith so much as even it's not necessarily evidence just experience is that i know i'm trivializing yeah, I think everybody in their life, like there's just something that happens to everybody where it, I, it, it's hard to believe that it's just coincidence, you know, mm. it's like just some real, like, uh, just stuff lines up so perfectly somehow. Yeah. It's like, well, that was a one in trillion chance. <laughs> I mean, just the fact that we're even like alive, and I know it, it, you could just call it random, and you know, there's infinite. Well, I think it's very random, but I mean, my opinion on God is whatever it is. I don't think it gives a shit about humans. Mm, that, like, that, I, dude, definitely not. As if you, as if you were reading the script, because that's where I'm. Uh, my next question was going to be: Do you think? I mean, I, I think I know the answer, but we'll start with just because. Do you pray ever? Do, do you ever find yourself praying? Or talking to, you know, whatever, reaching out to whatever the cosmic deity may be. On occasions. Interesting. But it has to be like really stressful where it's like I like if I, I need help if I don't get some kind of help from something. Hmm. Like I don't I don't just don't even know anymore. It's like Dude, I I mean, everything is pointless. Usually say everything works out somehow. <laughs> that's the weirdest part, honestly. It's like one of many weird parts. So you, you know, shit usually works out. But no, it's the same. I, I don't find I don't you know pray every day. I don't have a res regimented structure. But when things are getting real weird, like I'll, I'll find myself looking up at the sky, just like kind of like, hey, what are we what are we doing here? Can I get a hand or you know whatever? Like that that kind of thing is, is it? I'm catching that's more or less similar to like you don't wake up every day and pray or anything. Oh, god no. What's the point? <laughs> Okay, I'm just talking to myself at that point, so whatever. You're, you're nailing this. So, do you think? Because that's where I'm going with this. Do you think prayer has ever affected uh, an outcome of a worldly event? Like, no. you know, no, never, not once. No. So, when you pray, you ask more for guidance or more for not for a specific action to happen. You're not like, you know, I need yeah. this test. No, I, I mean, just like, or just give me a fucking break here. Like <laughs> that. <laughs> like. You know, even as good as 
you know, our lives have been and are because like, I, I don't think we've ever really known real struggles oh, God. in our lifetime. I mean, you and me personally, no. and that's horrible. But I mean, as far as like growing up and like just having like being taken care of, like I've never ever fucking really worried about anything in my life too much. Oh, dude, I've and never. I, I think that's food's coming from a, a blessing, if you want to call it that. <laughs> like, I mean, I do in a sense, I, and look, I, you know, I know that it, it can be. It can be tossed aside with, well, that just means your parents worked really hard. Fine, but I didn't choose my parents. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that, that, you know, we could call that luck and fine. And, but then, you know, it, it's their parents' hard work and their parents, you know, it goes back forever. But at some point, it, it's, it's beyond the human control of, of why we were given as much. And plenty were given more, but plenty were given less, like, like way less. <laughs> so, like, I don't, I don't understand it other than, like, I guess, I, I guess I thank God for that. Like, I really, you know what I mean? Like, do you no, think I, mean, I thank my parents? Uh, yeah, I mean, they can thank God if they want to. Also, it, you know, it's like some athlete being like, yeah, I just want to thank God for giving me the talent and the strength to go out there and perform like I did. It's like, dude, didn't you like dedicate your whole fucking life to get to where <laughs> you are right now? Like, what did God have to fucking do with anything I, about I, you working your ass off and fine tuning your body? To this one very specific set of skills. Yeah, a finite skill set. I'll, I'll give you credit. I'll, I'll Yes, in that they did put in 90-whatever percent of the work. But even if I worked as hard as LeBron James, I'm never going to be as good as LeBron James. So, I mean, I guess you can thank something for him being given the DNA. You know what I mean? Like, Michael Phelps is, is the perfect example. He is the atypical, the prototype of what a swimmer should look like. His build is scientifically proven to be perfect for swimming. So even if I worked as hard as he did, literally, if I worked harder, I'd never be as good because he was kind of, so I mean, in a sense, I, I, I mean, I do agree. But to take it a step further, I've been present with people who we were at a restaurant. Uh, this has happened twice. We were at a restaurant and they were like super thirsty or something. And there was and the waiter came by and poured a glass of water. I swear to God, this happened. I'm not going to name who it was because you know this person. The point is, the waiter poured them a glass of water and they said out loud, oh, thank God, I was so thirsty. Don't don't thank God the waiter gave you that water. Thanks, Steve. Steve fucking walked up to you and gave you water and you credited a deity. Hey, man, where do you think that water came from? <laughs> also, I just want to point out, I love your outdoor setup. The, the cicadas in the background and the motorcycle driving by is fucking delightful. Hey, man. Hey, God made those cicadas, bro. I mean, welcome to Leander, beautiful Leander, Texas. Hell. Population like 30,000 people. AKA Austin, Texas, one of the many suburbs. Hey, man, without traffic, it takes me only like 25 minutes to get into downtown. <laughs> That's absurd. Oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm now living in a suburb of Sioux Falls, so I'll take it. But anyway, so yeah, I, oh, I, yeah, I, I love the, the same page, dude. It's nice. It's actually it's really nice that my this where I'm recording right now. This room is not near the kids' rooms like it used to be, so I can actually be a little bit louder. Which is uh, yeah, I you know. have to be outside because I'm too fucking loud at all times. <laughs> yeah. Will and the vet Julia would be woken up uh, easily. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So circling back, I, oh, yeah, I think we're sorry, both on sorry. the same page. Pfft, whatever. This is super professional podcasting, bro. But I think we're both on the same page as far as prayer and as far as what God can even do. Uh, I mean, in fact, to, to quote Einstein, because I, I think he, he sums up what we're saying you know, better, because believe it or not, he's smarter than me. Quote, I believe in Spinoza's God. God who reveals himself in the orderly harmony of what exists, not in a God who concerns himself with the fates and actions of human beings, end quote. I mean, that's friggin' Einstein's take on you know what we poorly try to construct there. But yeah, if you're praying for a grade on a test or winning a game, you know, that kind of shit, like, I don't think God has ever reached down or pick a metaphor of how he arrived and showed up and changed the outcome. Uh, of any, you know, fucking, if you're late for work and like traffic certain, like suddenly opened up, I don't think that was God. I think that was just going to happen with or without you. You don't think you know God I mean? had some money on the Cowboys or something? <laughs> Him and Jesus up there rolling some stones. Like, I, dude, I, you know, it, it just seems, it seems so selfish. The, the, the general concept of humans, you know, most people, at least some, whatever, the idea that we would, we would think that God cares and actually has like a day to day input to our lives. Like, I don't, 
why do you think that is? Why do you think we all need to feel that way? Or, you know, the people that do want that, like, what, what, why is that a, a general prevailing notion of a lot of religions? I mean, Christianity, sure, because we raised in the West and fine, that's just, you know, we're Americans, but like, what is that? And I know it's an unfair question, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, what, what is, why do we all want that so badly? Because we literally know next to nothing <laughs> about like who we are or where we are or our place in the universe. Like, I mean, you go out in the desert, you look up in the sky, there's trillions of stars. And, like, that would make me certainly wonder what the hell's out there. And, you know, and then we learn the closest one is the sun, and that would take, you know, like, a year or something to get to, like, five years to get to. Yeah, forever. Like, the, just the, I mean, I don't know. It's just... We want the comfort, I guess. We we want to think there's like a heavenly, well, literally like a heavenly father well, protecting us. Answer as to what the why. I mean, I don't know about other animals. I don't know if other animals have the capacity to ponder their own existence. Hmm. But I mean, humans certainly do, and I mean, it it's been the question. Since forever, <laughs> since forever. No, like I, I'm willing to bet. I mean, I, I want to say I read something somewhere that we're we're the only species that's aware of our own mortality. It we're probably the only species I'm guessing that either conceived of or found or whatever a god as well. But with that said, would you willingly have that be removed? If you were given the choice to to just have that concept removed. Would you? I mean, the concept of God, the concept of our own, like that th- we wouldn't be aware of our own impending death. W- would you remove that if you had the option, or do you, is there is I part of that help? Really? No, I I don't worry about that kind of stuff because it's so far out of my control. That I mean, even if I if you do figure like even if you do have the answer, like okay, so what? Like what now? Like we're still alive. We're still on this planet. There's still all these things happening around us. Like, hmm. what does it matter? Like, I don't, I just, I don't get too down or up about anything like that because I enjoy living my life. Interesting. <laughs> Regardless okay. of what any fucking book says. Oh God. I mean, yeah, there's, there's a lot of books. <laughs> um, okay. Then, then to kind of go from that heaven, do you believe in an afterlife as far as you, the soul that is Joe Brady, you know what I mean? The thing that makes you, you, it does that go somewhere else after this, or is this the end? I mean, if you believe in science, you know, like the, one of the laws of thermodynamics is, uh, energy can either be created or destroyed. So something uh, about you is permanent. Sure. Call it the soul. Yeah. For lack of I don't term. know if my consciousness will be, Hmm. But I mean, something of me is, it's going to, that energy is going to go somewhere. But in as much as it could just disperse to dust or feed worms, or, you know, eventually your, your ashes could grow into a tree or some shit. But I mean, like the part of you that is you, even if it doesn't have your memories, because obviously I don't have any memories of what happened before. Yeah. Do you think that would reformulate anywhere? And, you know, the the part of you that is your personality or whatever, your soul, is there any next chapter? I don't know. Don't give a shit. It doesn't bother me. No, it just doesn't bother me, man. Like, uh, I mean, what what am I going to do about that right now? Like, right here. Hmm. Like, why worry about something that is going to happen eventually? I don't know when, but I mean, I just, I I don't know what the point of, is of, like, I, I don't know, people who get like, super like anxiety over that kind of stuff. Like it's just not worth it to do that to yourself. You know what I mean? Like, Hmm. Hmm. I just find it interesting. I find it like, there's no way to change it. At least in my opinion, I, whatever's next, I think we're all going if there's a next, but I just find it so interesting. People have, I mean, a million different theories on what could be coming next. I just, I wonder why it is that we all want there to be something next. You know what I mean? Like what, what is it that like, we're not happy enough with the here and now that we want there to be a next chapter and a next chapter, which I admit I do. I think I'm pretty sure I do, but like what, 
why we all do that. Like everybody has some form of like a belief of what's coming next. I mean, whatever's coming next, do you believe we're all going, if it's a thing, or do you think there's levels? Is there like, you know, hell and like a, a middle ground, like a, you know, Oh, I think everybody belief? is going, but I wish there were levels because there's hmm. real fucking shit human beings. <laughs> Damn. So you, you wish there would be like, you know, based on your own, you know, moral performance or whatever you think that you, you would hope there would be. I'm not a fucking monster. I treat everybody really kindly. Like, you know, I don't actually hate anybody. Like, you know, I, I yeah, I, I do pretty much what the Bible says, except like not fucking giving a shit what the Bible has to say about anything. <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah, uh, be good to people. Yeah, no fucking shit, man. Like, you need a book to tell you to just be a kind person. That's my favorite argument because, like, by no means, and I'm an am I an atheist? But I used to have this argument with my father and others. He was like, "Well, without you know religion and without the Bible, how are people going to have a moral compass? How are people going to know the difference between right and wrong?" And I was like, I, "The same what way they mean? did, like, the same way they did before the Bible. The same way people who've never read the Bible know right, like tribes in the middle of nowhere that have never seen still don't murder each other. Like, they, they, I think that's a that's a general given. But apparently, they, some belief is required." Yeah, I don't understand it. It's wild. But, All right. Well, then, with that said, good and evil—just the concepts of them—are they objective? Is is it true? Are they the same for everybody, or is is it situational? Are there sometimes when you know what could be considered wrong is technically, you know what I mean? Like, is, is that, for lack of a better term, a God-given concept of good and evil? I mean, I it just depends on the part of the world you're in, you know what I mean? Like, hmm. I think there is a definite baseline concept of good and evil according to, like, each different society. Like, Western, you know, China. Like, China and Russia are fucking huge. And they don't make any goddamn sense to us. That's for fucking <laughs> sure. Like, and yeah, like, shit that they do, we're like, oh, that's bad. But I don't. I don't know. Like I don't know what they're the people that are living under that type of rule think about it. Hmm. Like obviously, you've got your dissenters and stuff. But you know, in China, out of a nation of like two billion people, if they really, I, I mean, I guess maybe they're all brainwashed or something. But like, they could definitely rise up and like overthrow the communist regime. Like. There's, so there, there's like two fucking billion people <laughs> in that fucking nation. Like that's a shitload of people. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess the same could be said of America, and maybe that's what we're doing right now is sort of an attempt to rise America's up, sorting some shit out. That's yeah, sure. we got some that shit damn. going on, bro. Like, good lord, what, what's what's your? I mean, this isn't the point of the episode, but I don't really care. What's what's Austin like? What's you know your space like? Are people still protesting? So they are, but it's not as big or as violent as they were. Oh, so it was, it like, was, it, you know, originally it was violent. I mean, there was some like looting and shit and, you know, like I think there was a good, like 30 or 40 people maybe that ended up having to go to the hospital. Cause the sh- the cops like shot them. Oh yeah. With non-lethal out. weapons. <laughs> Like, yeah, guess what? If it hits them in the face, it's still pretty fucking lethal, assholes. Like, dude, it's still like it, it's it's like throwing a rock and saying, well, technically, you know, it's non-lethal, but it's still a fucking rock. Like those rubber bullets are basically rocks. Like they're not they're not like soft rubber by any means. It's not like they're filled with air like a goddamn tennis ball. Well, they're it's, not meant to be like a tiny little warning shot. They're meant to put you down. But yeah, like, but try and not kill you. Yeah, put you down, but then this you know, you'll still live to tell. Pierce all the way through your body. <laughs> It'll just leave a bruise half the size of your face anywhere it fucking hits. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's, yeah, that's friggin' wild. Uh, all right, so circling back, because I don't, yeah, that's just fucking like I can't even. But no, I mean, uh, Austin compared to like Houston and like all the huge cities. Yeah. Pretty tame. LA, obviously. Cause, I mean, I live in South Dakota's had like nothing. Like Pierre had like a tiny little demonstration. That Sioux is Falls, same not thing. Not shocking. <laughs> Even Sioux Falls. You're like, telling me there's not here. a huge Black Lives Matter protest <laughs> going on all across the great state of South Dakota. 
<laughs> Surprisingly enough, uh, oh, good. <laughs> all, all, well, this. all thanks to our just you know amazing legal team and our you know governor and the mayors, they all got together and you know they just solved it. Is the only reason why well, everybody's on the true. same page. We're all good. Hey, right? They expanded the the Native Americans uh, plot by five square miles each reservation. They gave him one more casino to be all set. <laughs> oh Christ! Uh, okay, so yeah, I don't even know how you. How that was all in the name this. of Jesus. Sure. Well, yeah, that's. It. I mean, come on now. That's come on. That's why the the engines were wrong. They didn't believe in in white Jesus. And I do. I do mean white Jesus. All right, God, whatever that is. However, that you know what I mean. Is it even possible for people to understand God's true nature? Like any person, you know, if monks that spend 20, 30 years or, or, you know, Southern Baptist preachers that read the Bible literally every day for three decades, it, any of these people, people in, you know, Eastern Orthodox, any, is it even possible, in your opinion, because look, we don't know, fucking obviously, but do you think it's possible to spend that much time and then eventually understand God's nature? Um, I don't, but I mean, I think people are, believe they do. Oh, a lot of people. I mean, God dang, I was watching and reading the about this documentary that's on Netflix that's uh, about uh, Waco with uh, David Koresh and shit, and that shit is so wild. Like, people are so desperate to believe in anything that they really believe. Well, that motherfucker really believed what he was saying. Oh yeah, I mean, he yeah. I, I I think at some point. All of these guys do. Uh, it, it, not the exact same, but there's a, there was a dude in, I'm going to say China, I might be wrong, could be Japan, doesn't matter. But he was leading a dojo, uh, a fighting gym, but he was teaching the, the ways of fighting without contact. I mean, I forget what the name of it was, but essentially a magic punch where like I punch, but I don't even actually hit you. Like we're in the same room. But I punch and just like and I knock you over without ever actually touching you. Like you know what I mean? Like did you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, magic essentially. Well, he he'd been teaching no, all of these people so much force with force with his yeah with your mind with the wave the, the air the hand moving through the air. Dude, okay, so he's been teaching however many of these people his disciples and just siphoning money from these poor bastards but he's been teaching it long enough and he's had so many yes men around him for long enough that he eventually accepted a fight with a real mma fighter like it wasn't a good mma fighter but a dude that actually does he this dude stepped in the room Uh, doesn't have to be a good mma fighter to probably kick my ass like legit (laughs) oh my god the the bottom ranked anybody who's ever been in a real cage fight would whoop me anyway this guy he taught and he'd been surrounded by yes men for so long that he genuinely he at some point he flipped and believed that he had these magic powers i mean yeah, yeah no surprise he got his ass stomped in like less than two minutes this dude t- literally tackled him straight away pounded on his face until like six or seven dudes jumped in and pulled him off like i think eventually if you surround yourself with just yes men i, th- I think you you lose grasp with reality and that's what happens to a lot of these pastors and preachers and trump <laughs> Fucking, that's where I was going. Like, He's do you never think been that challenged. Guy has any grasp on no any kind of what people would consider normal reality? No, his circle has never once told him, "Hey, that's a bad idea." And anyone that ever did, he just fired. You know what I mean? Like he's only oh, sure. been surrounded he's by been just getting away with it. So why the fuck not keep doing it? Like I don't even necessarily blame him. Like I do, but you know I don't. But in the same way that that Koresh, any cultish leader, any buddy that has this gigantic following of people that just want them to be special. When you're surrounded by a hundred people that all want you to be special, at some point you're going to think you are. I mean, just like any celebrity, like on a lower scale, but certainly with relation to God, all of these people think they are deities. Like it's, it's absurd. I mean, even just Charles Manson, like he thought like all of these dudes that eventually like they start out potentially ideally enough. Like they start out with sort of good intentions. Look at but all then they the celebrities it. in Scientology. Oh my God. Like, same shit. Same like, shit. People want like that to be crazy so bad. elite secret. Yeah. Crazy Extra. religion group. <laughs> God, dude. And that's, 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 that's kind of what I mean. Like, do these people, do you think these people actually understand whoever's at the top, they actually understand God's nature 
or they've just been surrounded by people for so long that they just actually believe they're special because they're told they're special. They have so many people worshiping them. And as, as you can tell in all the Scientology videos, they'd like fucking worship that poster of what's his name? Like fucking, uh, damn it. I'm just going to space on his name, but John uh, Travolta saluted him. And that one was like, literally they did like a, a salute to a dead motherfucker. Like they think these people are special. Do you think that anybody ever has actually been special? Like some mountaintop sitter ever once, do you think it ever actually was, or it's just fake? Like they just, you know, they might've thought so, but it's just bullshit. Um, I think some of them might think they're actually pretty special. And I mean, I'm sure most of them actually do, but I think they probably just want to like get away with fiddling kids and like doing whatever the fuck they want. Like, do you think yeah, that- we're going to set up this crazy fucking rich thing and do some really shady shit, but we're going to hide it behind religion or some fucking shit like that. Uh, is that really the source of all of it, though? It's just power? It's all just a power grab? Like, you know, in your opinion. But Like you, I you told you before, dude, I don't understand how anybody that considers themselves a Christian can possibly forgive or still think any, like highly of the Catholic church. Like, I really don't get it. Like this has literally been going on since like the invention of the Catholic church. And it's like, it's like I told Cecilia, like uh, at her grandma's funeral, like it was an all Catholic funeral and this priest or whatever the hell he was, you know, he's just, it's like all this crazy Catholic shit. And afterwards I was like, well, he either diddled a kid or he's protecting people that diddle kids. Like uh-huh. that's literally Damn. what the Catholic church is. Is they, it's like uh, cops covered up for bad cops. It's like, well, you're fucking implicit in that shit because you're fucking letting it happen. And you've been letting it happen for so fucking long. Like I, apparently literally forever, but certainly, I mean, just specifically the Catholic church, it's been on record for as long as I can remember. Like you and I, our entire lives, going back 20 years, I remember the first time I heard about it. I was in like third grade, maybe sixth grade, probably junior high, maybe sixth, seventh grade. I heard about it then. And that was in like, you know, 1998. And it's it's still going. Like it's South Park did an episode on it. Everybody's done, like everybody's done, like it's still well, going because it's, it's just like power. the fucking kid diddling in Hollywood. It's like an open secret. Yeah, that's so weird. That's it's like, like that's something just that so like weird. everybody fucking knows is happening, but for some reason we're okay with it like yeah I don't, like, <laughs> just like weinstein fucking all these women just like cosby apparently like nobody stopped like if you're in this you know a quote-unquote position of power people just let you do shit it's, it's staggering like i don't get it and maybe that's the the main goal of of, of religion and at least and don't get me wrong i know plenty of people that, that are good christians quote-unquote good christians and they you know they do community outreach and they do all that like i think they would have been good people with or without religion with or without the label of calling themselves a Christian, don't get me wrong, I, I think they'd be good people regardless. But I know plenty of good people that are Christian. That's not that, The point isn't that all Christians are terrible people. That's not my point, clearly. But it seems like the, 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 the end goal of a lot of these religions and just you know churches and groups in general is just like the pastor wants to be this grand authority figure, this grand father figure that just has unlimited power, or at least unchecked power. Like It, it feels... God damn, it feels so scary. It, it feels just like a, another type of politics, just with God instead of, you know, country. Well, yeah, and and especially Baptist preachers, it's all fucking fire and brimstone. So, you know, they're doing you a fucking favor by saving your soul. That. You should be thanking me and God. Dude, some of these, like, I don't have anything written down for this, but the, the, the Joel Olstein style... Oh, like dude. you know, the billion dollar preachers, like the, they sicken me. Like, not that I even believe a shit anymore, but just it, if you pretend to, and the Jesus that we were taught about would hate you. Like, oh. if that guy truly existed, he would hate you. Well, and it's so fucking crazy that even any amount of people in this country believe that Donald Trump's a Christian. Oh my god! Like, that's the weirdest thing ever to me. It's like. I don't think most politicians are. They just got to say it. Or they at least they pretend it better. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, dudes, that you think when, Donald Trump has ever read 
a word of the Bible, like ever. Like <laughs> he cheated on all three of his wives. His third wife, he cheated on him with a porn star and paid her to cover it up. You know, like Jesus did. <laughs> Staggering, and then that's a whole. Thing. Yeah, we could do a whole Trump episode, but you know that whatever. We'll we'll. Leave. I mean, don't get me wrong. The economy was doing pretty all right for a bit until all this it doesn't matter. We're not doing Trump shit. That's I don't. I'm not smart enough. I'm not smart I'm enough to do God tired shit. Tired of it too. I'm certainly not smart enough to do fucking Trump shit. I, I can barely handle this episode because I don't understand it. But speaking of things I don't understand, God, whatever it is. I mean, actually, let, let's just, if you don't mind my asking, can, I, can we just like kind of pin down what or how did you experience God, if you don't mind my asking? Oh, copious amounts of LSD and DMT. Yeah. And psilocybin. Interesting. And so when you interacted, or did you even interact, or were you just aware? Like, were, were well, you... More like an awareness of it. Okay. Connectivity. If you was, there, was there any physical? I mean, did you see, you know, could you put it into a form, or was it more just, it was more just thought? With psilocybin and LSD, it was more of a thought, like feeling in your just soul and body. But with DMT, I definitely saw some kind of fucking face, which always cracks me up because, like, I don't know if it was, like, you know, all the shit I've put, like, images and information I've put in my brain. But the thing looked like one of those Aztec, like, Mayan fucking looking things. And, like, I don't even, like, you know, I've just seen, like, pictures and shit of that stuff. Like, I'm not, like, a big buff on their culture or anything. But when I saw it, I was like, holy shit, like, were the Mayans right? Like, fuck. Man. <laughs> that's fucking yeah, awesome. I mean, they did ayahuasca and shit, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, it is like, DT, like, yeah. I don't know if that's just, like, the patterns and shit you see when you just fucking get high as shit on DMT or what. Like, I don't know. Did it have a color or any type of, like, Oh, color? it was just fucking all the colors. Interesting. That's fucking. That, that's. Did it say anything? Did it do anything? No, it just looked at me, and I looked at it, and then, uh, you know, after about fifteen minutes, the uh, I was coming down. We're on air, and my kids might listen to this, so I'm going to say, "No, sir, I don't know. I have any idea what you're talking yeah. about?" Uh, that's fucking wild, bro. Because it. Because I mean, obviously, you, you've never studied hieroglyphics or any. I didn't think hieroglyphics are Mayan. I think those are Egyptian. But you know what I mean, like having. <laughs> Having such a baseline knowledge, such a limited baseline knowledge, but yet you still saw something that may or may not be unto itself. It's something that really, like, in your opinion, that thing is real. Yeah? Oh, yeah, dude. And, like, I was thinking about it for, like, at least, like, three or four weeks after the fact. Because, like, like I said, like, I don't know if it's just, like, you know, because I've heard, uh, I've before I have taken LSD, I had, like somebody's like, yeah, like, you know, you get really good close eyes visuals with this. And sometimes it's like, yeah, the colors are really great. And like, you get cool patterns and like, they're right. So like, I don't know if that's just like how the drug works on your brain hmm. or if it's just like something that was in there that just, I, I don't know. Psychedelics are so weird. I mean, they are, but that's, I mean, you know, I, I really enjoy Terrence McKenna's works in a lot of his, you know, I own a lot of his books, not that I've read any of them because I'm lazy, but I've listened to a lot of his shit on YouTube. Uh, so, it, but what is it, in your opinion, what does it mean or, or even why are we able to do such a thing? Why are we able to, in theory, eat some, you know, drug or smoke a thing? You know what I mean? I, I don't know all the shit. Other animals do that too. Hmm? Other animals do that too. Dude, so many dolphins, animals. Do. Yeah, like that. Like other animals like getting fucked up. Dolphins you get high on pufferfish. Good at it. Yeah, but I mean, but at least from what I understand, like eucalyptus uh, fucks up koala bears, but it doesn't like it doesn't take them to the state that you just described. And dolphins literally will. There's videos of them passing pufferfish around because the toxins that they give off gives them a buzz. Yeah, you know, they they think similar to alcohol, and alcohol fucks you up. But at no point could you drink enough alcohol that you would see God. You know what I mean? Like you can't no. smoke enough cigarettes or you know, the, the, none of that. Why is it that some of them do allow you to? Does that mean anything or is that pure coincidence? I mean, you know, uh, the, some people think mushrooms are an alien space spore 
because like there's literally nothing like it on the rest of the planet. Like it's a it's in the like in its animal kingdom class like by itself. It has no chemical cousin anywhere. No. And they're like, well, they're like they're you know, there's people who are like, yeah, it's a fucking alien space spore. And that's how man learned how to talk or whatever. I'm just like, I don't fucking know. It could be. Like, yeah. I, I have definitely reverted to a caveman on psychedelics once or twice. Like, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> I'm thinking about a lot of stuff, but I can't talk so great right now. No, like, couldn't. I have, uh, yeah, fuck it. We're already here. In theory, uh, hypothetically, maybe. I've tried to write some shit down under certain states of mind, and I read that shit a couple days later. That that's not. That's not words. Like it's words, but that's not. That's not well, phrases. And it's so funny because like everybody has that story where they're like, "No, dude, I get it. Like I understand. figured it out. Like ah, I dude. fucking figured it out." Sure. And, and but you can't even put it into words. Not at all. And you know you don't even fucking remember what it is after you come <laughs> down. Like minutes later, it's gone, gone forever. Much like a dream, similar. Which because dreaming is DMT, but whatever. It's it is that. Maybe that's the true nature of God is you're not supposed to be able to write it down. You're just supposed to be able to feel it and move on. I get you. What do I know? But maybe. I mean, the reason I am a huge proponent of psychedelics is because I think it opens that little window that dude, I was never the same after the first time I like really broke through on LSD. Like I was never the same after that. Like, I didn't drastically change, like, but, you know, it's just once you tapped into that kind of shit, there's no going back. And I, uh, like, well, it's just the, the dissolution of ego. Like, <sighs> I think everybody should have their ego completely broken down and dissolved at least once in their life. Like, just, I don't know, because everybody's so fucking full of themselves. When you say that, to attempt to try and put that into a, a layman's term, because I admit, I, I, I look, it, whatever, fuck it. it. Long before I had children, I, I enjoyed such things. I, I lived in the Netherlands for a bit. They had legal mushrooms there, so fuck off. It was totally legal, just like anything else. Anyways, there is something about that that experience when you realize that you're one of many or we're all one or whatever. But when you say the the destruction of the ego, it, can you can you – can you stretch that? Any can you can you put any more words behind that? Because that's yeah, I hear that term. I know what you're saying, but it's so hard to to really put that into perspective. Like I'm sitting here after having three beers and I'm going to go to bed soon. Like to consider that as like a reality is so hard when you're not in the moment. You know what I mean? Like what what do you really mean when you say the disillusion of your ego? Uh, just leaving behind pretty much your what you thought was your personality. Mm. Uh. I don't know, just realizing that you're pretty tiny and insignificant <laughs> with, if you consider everything around you. Yeah. It's, and, I mean, we're, we are infinitely small by comparison to the universe, but we're infinitely large by comparison to ants or even atoms or subatomic particles. Like, sure, but it, dude, it goes talking, both ways forever. Race would be extinct without those insects. We're, you know, even with the insects, we're all one. And what know. the fuck would it matter on a grand scheme of things? Like, Dude. it's like people that crack me up about all the, like, you know, whatever. I love the United States, but it's like we've literally only been around for like what three hundred years? Yeah, three four hundred like max, max. Yeah, yeah. like, and it's, it's like you realize the rest of the entire world has literally been around thousands of years longer yeah. than we have civilizations have been born and gone through entire peaks and crashed so it's like you don't think that could fucking happen to america or like like it, or it's definitely like, gonna yeah england Europe's already gone through fucking yeah. like three plagues and you know two world wars and they're still around like yeah England or the UK or whatever you want to call it, they used to own like three fourths of the world or whatever oh, it is. Like the that's, sun never set on the yes British on the Empire. British Empire that ever because they always had they owned something that was in the light at all times. And that now was they're like, a tiny island. Yeah, that was like 70, 80 years ago. Yeah, not that, that long ago. That long ago. <laughs> not like people are still alive that were like, I was born when we owned the world, and now we have a tiny ass little island that may or may not make it to the EU because of Brexit. But again, I'm not smart enough to go that far. But yeah, that's the the perceived significance of both our nation 
and as well as just me as a person, as our lives, but even the entire human oh, race. Yeah, Yo, dude, it's it's arrogance. It is, and that's that's kind of what the ego. Like you know, I'm not smart, but like that's kind of what the ego is. It's just, and don't get me wrong, you need ego to get through your day. No, like I, I, I you can't go to work without it. I also think it's just like people wanting to like fucking matter, you know, like they, they want it to matter. But like, you know, I don't know if it does matter. I, what it, I can tell you is that I have thoroughly enjoyed my life so far. Not so pat, so not so much the past like two years. <laughs> A lot of shit happening lately, <laughs> but you know, but, you know, I just, I don't know, man. Do you, th- do you think people want to be important? Do you think if collectively somehow the world, every single person living, all somehow, I mean, call it God did it. I don't know. But in a flash, everybody right now had a moment like that where they completely lost every semblance of who they are and every single person across the globe felt whatever it is we're angling at describing right now. Do you think that would change anything? Would would the world wake up tomorrow and or you know the next day or you know whatever some half you know in Asia right now I it is today. We know what I mean. It would because I think a majority of people, uh, maybe not react positively, but like they would uh, like I don't know. I think they would take something from it. You know what I mean? Like take something from that experience. Yeah. And I think it would be positive, but I don't. There's definitely a good chunk of people who it might backfire real quick. <laughs> well, uh, you know, people like Trump, probably people with a ton of money and power that have done terrible or, things. Or, you know, it might just like reaffirm what they already thought. See, that's what know. scares me. If you're me. that far gone, like, are you too far gone? You're a hell of a drug. Like, I don't know, man. It has strange uh, properties that I don't understand fully, but I, I have a healthy respect for. <laughs> I, I, I think deep down, I, I want to believe that most people want to believe the truth. They've just either been given bad information or looked in the wrong places. I mean, most people from day one have been told whatever, wherever you were born, whatever God your parents believed, that was crammed into your skull day one. Like, so I, I think it's not necessarily their fault. I don't know what why certain people grow up and question it and and change that and why certain people grow up and reaffirm it i don't know but i think that might help i would at least hope that it would but shit, you got a point so i mean it, you know psychedelics are a hell of a drug but you know what else is a hell of a drug having a billion dollars so like yeah, i don't oh, know yeah. if they would i don't know that it would change you know what I do with shit. that billion dollars uh, rest those dudes out of the the bunkers they're being held in the 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 chemists from uh, iowa in the 90s oh shit yeah <laughs> the guy literally had like an underground nuclear missile silo bunker Fucking hell. and just made a shitload of LSD. <laughs> like, All right. Yeah, you're going to come live in, in my basement <laughs> and I'm going to go be a hybrid of Mark Zuckerberg and uh, Elon Musk. Just yeah. crazy as fuck wreaking havoc on everything because I have a billion dollars. Yeah, but you have a billion dollars, so you can't be wrong. You must you, you must do be doing oh, that wrong. No, you can't. Like that's that's the American and probably worldwide system. You have a billion dollars. You must be doing something right. That's literally how the end. That's the end argument of everything. Joel Olstein has thirty eight million dollars. Well, he must be doing something right. He's stealing from you. Well, he's, he, he's he selling also, you. Nothing. He also wouldn't open up his house when Houston or his church play. when yeah when Houston got because he's like genuinely like I, I i don't i don't go to church i mean i at that one point i was hard religious you know this like i went to baylor baptist university for a reason at one point i was bought bought in and i'm definitely you not now your parents money shit a That's lot of it <laughs> but any any less semblance that is still in me of that any any seeds that are still there I get so riled up when I think about Joel Osteen or there's a dude, God, Phyllis, I love you. Thanks for listening. My mom, she told me about this pastor online that she likes to listen to. Have you heard of a dude called Creflo Dollar? That's his name, bro. That's the name he chooses to go by to lead a church service. And he's worth like seven point something million dollars. I Googled him. Creflo Dollar. What? 
It says it right in the name. It says it right in the name. He's a terrible person. Yeah, dude, you're getting. I'm watching this. People at home, home, he is getting attacked. (laughs) But it's it's staggering, man. Like anything that I know about Jesus, he hated the concept of money, or certainly he hated the concept of like capitalism. He, according to the Bible itself, according to their own book, he flipped over temple tables when people were selling shit outside the church. He flipped over tables, mixed with all the freaks in society. Yeah, he hung out with prostitutes and yeah. he hung out with the people that the church demonizes, and they, like it, it's, it's, it's just you know, it. I have no place to say that the church has lost their way, but God damn it, they've lost their way. It's staggering. It's it. It hurts my soul because the, the people that are good, I don't would know, be so if much better. Ever had a way, man? Like, really? Ever? I, I mean, it, I guess at the very, very beginning, maybe it started out as a kind-hearted thing, but. See, here's my, and this is a terrible. I think, it, uh, I think it evolved into something way more monstrous, real fast, <laughs> dude. Have you ever? And this is this is a horrible metaphor, I admit, but I'm going with it because I believe it. Have you seen any documentary on Charles Manson and like what you know the the origins of who oh, yeah. he was originally? Okay, no, the the first couple of months when it was him and only like four or five dudes and like thirty women out on his little farm. And all they did was just like take drugs and feast and hang out and do nothing all day. And like that started out with pure intentions. You know what I mean? Like that was awesome. That sounds like, I mean, to pick a metaphor, it sounds like the Garden of Eden. You you want for nothing. You have plenty of food. You can do whatever you want, have epic parties. And it was awesome, I think. The best thing I can tell reading and listening and watching shit. It was awesome. And it was well-intended. And it was good at first. And then he saw that he could take this and turn it into power, and he twisted it and made it awful, obviously. And he lost his mind because he was surrounded by people, as we've discussed, only yes-men, people that wanted him to be special. So he thought he was special, and it's self-fulfilling, and it's a cycle and all that. And it went way off the rails. I think the church is the same. I really do. At least I want to. Like Originally, it was awesome, I think. I guess, man. And it's just like – it's so hard to even – know what's real when it comes to like Christianity like the the history is kind of muddled man like there's so much shit like it just blows my mind that people just skip over the fact that the Catholic Church like just created the Bible oh yeah and like they 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 confused like what they wanted to put in and like everything that was left out is heresy like it no it's not in the Bible so we said it ain't true. true If it's in the Bible, it's 100% God's word. If it's out of the Bible, it's absolute shit. Meanwhile, Steve and John just pick the shit and put it in there. Like, <laughs> like that's the canonization event is never brought up because it questions everything. It questions the idea that, well, how how can some of well, the, you know, obviously it, no one wants that so to be a thing. People are like, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not Catholic. I'm this is like, yeah, but where do you think all sex and branches of Christianity yeah, like fine broke you, off from like, you can call yourself Lutheran but that's just because Luther decided he wanted to change it up a little bit you can call yeah. yourself Baptist but that's just because John the Baptist decided to change it up a little bit like it's just because some dude went eh, I'm gonna tweak it still the same core it's still the, the roots are the same if you believe Whatever, in Jesus you believe can't the same get shit. away from Mormons fuck dude <laughs> goddamn Mormons I respect them because they at least admit that they started their own shit. They at least admit, no, Joseph Smith, <laughs> he just did some shit. And like, fine, at least you admit it. You're wrong. But at least you admit it. Yeah. Like, are you uh, just saying that because the Mormons let you have a sweet life? <laughs> you actually believe that. Like, dude, dude I uh, I actually haven't talked to this guy in a while. I wonder if he, I wonder if he, I would love to do an, uh, an episode with him. Cause I had a good buddy growing up, like all through, like from like first grade through seventh or eighth grade. Uh, and they were Latter-day Saints, which are essentially Mormons, same shit, you know. But they, uh, I remember a specific rule. I got, I bought, because uh, I was like a cool seventh grader, I bought a, a a gold necklace with a cross on it. It wasn't real gold. I bought it at the mall. I'm sure it was gold-plated tin or some shit. But it was, it was a gold cross necklace. And I wore it over to his house. And he was like, dude, you can't wear that here. I was like, what? He goes, yeah, like we can't. They, we're not allowed to wear any pictures representing Jesus. We can't wear the cross. We can't wear like you're just not, not worthy. It's not allowed. Yeah, and I was just like, what a weird because like Christians put that shit on everything. Like, <laughs> well, everything. how are you gonna make money without a cross on? <laughs> it's such a good marketing. Yeah, I remember going to this fucking 
Christian bookstore that was like right by our house growing up. Like my mom would take us there, and like uh, you know, like to get books. Like you know, there's like this. I forget what the series was called, but it was like a kind of like a fantasy series things, but Christian. It's got Christian morals and it has Bible verses shit quoted in it. It's like Lord of the Rings, but with Jesus. Yeah, but it's just, it's just so weird, dude. Like the church, the that like even like the music is so strange. It's like bands like a uh, Pod, or like Creed, <laughs> Creed. like we're gonna sing about God, but we're gonna make it fucking hard, bro. Like, <laughs> I love Jesus. <laughs> God, like it's so fucking strange. Like, it re- dude, it, I mean, it really is. He saved my life. I was in a really dark place, but then I found Jesus. Dude, Baylor. Uh, when I went to Baylor, we had chapel every Thursday. Every Thursday, I we had just the college version of Hyde Park, bro. Hyde Park's the, the high school version of Baylor. I don't know which came first, probably Baylor, obviously. But, anyways, yeah, dude, uh, we had multiple Christian rock bands and Christian rap artists. Christian oh, yeah. rap artists, Christian rap is great. Casey Benson was all over that. He loved that stuff, dude. Do you want a revolution? What, what? dude? This, it, anyways, we had one guy come and he literally forgot the words midway through. And I remember thinking, like, so, <laughs> but like, literally, somebody and I can't even take credit for this, but somebody, somebody yelled, Where is your God now? <laughs> like, he didn't even know if you your lyrics. It was so good, dude. It was fit, and I, I was still believing it at the time. Like I was still bought in, and even then, I was like, "This seems, this seems wrong. Like this, this can't be, this can't be what Jesus was trying to do." It's like it's like South Park again. It's faith plus one, man. Faith plus one. Oh, you went, you went double myrrh. <laughs> what? Oh, we don't have gold. We don't do platinum. Silver. We don't do platinum. But you went double myrrh. <laughs> Oh, fuck Jesus, <laughs> dude! I don't think you can say that. <laughs> uh, but dude, I I wonder how like if these POD guys and Creed, I, I wonder if they even believe it too, or if it, if it was very much like Carl. Oh, I mean, Creed definitely didn't. What are you talking about? Scott Staff is he went loony, bro. He is a crazy motherfucker. He went loony as shit, man. Uh, random aside, too much meth and goddamn. Yeah. Christian pussy, man. Those are the bad drugs, man. Like, uh, you know, I know that this was not set out to well, be Well, and, you know, shit. like, there's definitely not any groupies for those bands who are definitely Christians who don't have sex outside of marriage. No, what? No Christians do that. Bro, it says so in the Bible. Don't do it. Come on. We all know that. It says, uh, yeah. No. Don't do it. <laughs> it's, dude, and that was my, like. doesn't like it. When I first started falling out of the the strict Judeo-Christian beliefs, when you start realizing how everyone picks and chooses, every even the people that were like pretty devout or whatever, everybody picks and chooses what they want to actually. Strictly why follow. there's so many women who are Christians? Mm. Like, have you read the Old Testament, bro? Uh, Sarah, <laughs> like, it's not very kind Dude. to women, like. We went to, and this is someone you know, so I'm not going to say their name, but we went to a friend of ours, more of mine, doesn't matter. We went to her wedding. Uh, I'd never really met her husband, but he was also super Christian that they both were. Sarah and I had just started dating, and Sarah's, I was from South Dakota, so like Catholics up here, I mean, the Midwest Christianity is pretty. It's 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 like, hey, they you go to church, that's cool. By, all right. It ain't it ain't Southern shit. Baptist. Yeah, it's like, look, I get it. Be nice. All right, cool. I'm gonna go drink. Like that's literally like, and that's why I like the Catholics around here because like, all right, cool. So we're drinking. Like, all right, maybe I'll see a church. That's fine. Anyways, she came down, and I obviously she went with me as my date or whatever to this to this wedding, and both he and she during the their wedding vows, he said some shit about like how you will be subservient to me and you will be the the woman of the house, and then her vow. Like I will follow your lead and your orders as Christ. I was literally 
that's where I was going. I will submit to you as we submit to Christ. And Sarah is sitting there blown the fuck away. And I'm like, what, what do you, what's the problem? Cause like, I still sort of believed at the time. I was like, what's the problem? She was what, what are these people saying? And I was like, you know what? You got a point. Like when you take it objectively, cause like it's, I'd always heard that shit. That's a, you know, you submit to Jesus. You kneel. I thought it was right. weird as fuck the entire time. It's like, that's the difference. You 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 tend yeah, to like, see so it. These, are, these women are just slaves. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we, technically like, we all are. Technically, all of us are slaves to God. We're all supposed to be subservient servants for Jesus. Well, that, but then the, the women are supposed to be servants to us while yeah. we're doing that. Well, the white man is a powerful creature, just <laughs> all right. We are. The absolute standard of society. Oh Jesus, we're doing so good. We're we have so much to show for what we got going on. God, dude, it did because it, it was like. But that's Jesus what I mean. Like, white. you gotta understand. Well, no, yeah, Jesus was white. He was born in Israel. Uh, it makes sense that he'd be just white, blonde, <laughs> he had blue eyes, blue eyes, long, <laughs> as beautiful as, brown hair, as many Middle Easterners are. Solid beard. But if you but if you do have a beard, you should you should shave it. That's not Christians don't you know you shouldn't you should cut your hair. Is what I'm saying. Specifically, I mean, you right now. Actually, that like, I think that like Islam might even love Jesus just as much as Christians do. Like, God, dude, they, they talk they about Jesus all the time. The yeah, they say he's a prophet. They say he's great. Like, they really have no issue with it. Like that's the craziest part. Like the Quran literally says, like don't fight Christians, and I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but it literally says, like well, there but are if brothers. Christians start fighting you. you well, then kill them. I mean, both <laughs> Catholics and everybody are fucking crazy. Yeah, dude. Every every like literally all religions are like this: peace, peace, peace. Love your neighbor. Like literally all religions say, love your neighbor as yourself. Some form of that is in every single religious text. All of them. But then murder them if they disagree. Like how Indeed. how do you justify this? And the Crusades, the like major achievement was bringing back a piece of wood that they said was part of the fucking cross and a sheet that was like, yeah, Jesus definitely wrapped in this sheet. His dead body was wrapped in this cloth. Shroud turned. The wood, totally. That is a fucking piece of the cross. I'm telling you, it is. Break it down into smaller pieces, sell that shit on eBay, you'll make a fortune, dog. Well, the Shroud of Turin is my favorite by far. Ugh. Like, oh, Ugh. you're telling you that that is the piece of cloth that they wrapped <laughs> that Jesus in. It's first them in a fucking cave. Yeah. First of all, you know the fuck. Three fucking days later. Yeah, it it's fucking like, absolutely is not. Fucking scarf. You can't prove shit that it is, so it's definitely not. And secondly, even if it is, it was so left much. by the Pope. So what? All right, dude, it's dude, gotta be real. That's the part that pisses me off so much because literally in the Bible it says Jesus flipped over the the vendors and sellers' tables outside of church. He went outside and destroyed their stuff. He's like, "Stop he selling." Shit. Some ass and kick it meanwhile, back. meanwhile, every church I've ever been to sells shit. Oh, yeah. Literally every church of it. I've seen holy they water. They you for your hail. money every time you go. Oh, they dude, pass dude. around the fucking baskets. Well, Joe, God is all powerful. He can do everything and all things. He don't just worry he about just your money. Good. Eat your money. Well, God just, just don't worry do about that. your money. Like, give it to the church. You'll be taken care of. You don't yeah. need to worry about your money. It's fine. Buy your way into heaven. Tithe, uh, not tithe. What's the word for it? Shit. That's tithe. Tithes, but there was a word for uh, sacraments. I don't know. There was a word for literally you used to you used to be able to buy your way into heaven. Like that was a thing. Oh, like, yeah, you literally the would give people little certificates. Yes. Yeah. Or if like, you're, hey, if you're what? go and fuck some shit up. Yeah. In the Middle East. But you're covered. Uh, do whatever you need to do because you're sacraments. going to heaven, bro. Maybe like, maybe sacraments. I don't know. But yeah, like if, your uncle, if your uncle Steve died, they'd be like, yeah, you better buy a sacrament to make sure he gets into heaven. Like, what the fuck? Who are you people? Like, well, this is terrible. You need to pray enough so that he's not in purgatory. Oh, God. That's my favorite part. Like, it, whatever comes next, if something comes next, the idea that there's a like a landing zone, like a goddamn airport terminal for heaven. Like, what are we? Like, why? Whatever. Well, do you guys really want the idea of the Christian version of heaven to be like the afterlife? Oh, no. You sit around praising God all goddamn day? That sounds for like some I, reason the fucking everything's in gold? Well, because no fucking well, reason? Because shiny. Because they hadn't figured out platinum yet. Had they figured out platinum, they'd be platinum. Let's just let's make that clear. Like, okay, so here's a question. If if you got to design heaven, 
What would you? What do you want it to be? I have no idea what's coming next. Nobody knows. Nobody can prove it. What would you want it to be? What, what, I want you know it to be whatever anybody thinks their perfect ideal of heaven is. I mean, if you still have a consciousness, I guess, or any kind of control over what makes us us. I, don't know. I, I, hope, I hope you fucking get whatever it is you think it should be. I don't like. Interesting. So you just said whatever, like, wow, what, what if it is that? What if it genuinely is that? Whatever you think is coming next is what you're getting. I mean, it, well, is it, then that's why God, whatever God is, doesn't care. Because that means like pedophiles and murderers and shit get, get whatever they want. I mean, do you think though, like, it, is there at least a chance that like levels of morality affect the afterlife or do you think it's just all it's just all zero well, like i said earlier i hope there is yeah i hope so uh, because you know like there are definitely people that are just shit ass horrible human beings like <laughs> do you think they know they're evil i doubt most of them do i doubt but i think i think a good little handful do you and think a handful of really crazy monsters? They know what they're doing is wrong, and they do it anyways. Well, they're sociopaths. Well, I, I, but I think they're so twisted. I think they think they're doing good. Is my point. I think oh, sure. I mean, almost. Well, I think no, even no. Hitler. I think genuinely Hitler thought he was right. He was a fucking evil monster, and he was wrong. But in his own head, I think oh, sure. he went to bed at night going, "I'm nailing this. I'm doing so good right now." You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, that's what I think of, we'll do. Uh, that's. Calling me mentally fucking insane. Yeah, true. But that's that's kind of my too much meth. Well, that I mean, they, much know, so much. They didn't smoke it. They just took those pills or whatever. But like, they, I think the majority of people, if not everybody, thinks they're right, even when they're doing horribly evil shit. And that's why the idea of the subjective levels of heaven or hell, like only good people go up and bad people go down. Like, I don't think that's even practically possible. Whereas, cause I think everybody thinks they're doing good, even if they're not. Cause I mean, look, I'm sure I've done evil shit thinking I was doing right. Thinking I was helping. I'm sure I fucked up. Like I know practically I've done it. I tried to help Sarah with dinner the other night and fucked it all up because I used too much. I used hey, but uh, your heart a tablespoon. Right place. Yeah. But I fucked up dinner. I used a tablespoon of yeast when I was supposed to use a teaspoon of yeast and fucked this all right up. So when I naturally harvested yeast, it's only only the greenest yeast, sir. Uh, not the color. You know what I mean? I bet, but like dude, the, I bet the organic fucking granola hippie scene up there is tight. The, I like, have yet. To, I found we went to the zoo and I saw one dude in a fish shirt and like I've been living. Oh in shit, dude! I've been living in Pier so long. I literally freaked out. Like that, it might as well have been Trey. Like it might as well. I was just like, oh, oh fish. Ah, and the guy turned around. I was like, what's up, bro? I was like, oh, sorry. I literally went, oh, sorry. I just got a little excited. I haven't been in a, in a society in a long time. <laughs> it was so sad, dude. I was like a teenage girl freaking out. But yeah, like I really do. I genuinely believe everyone thinks they're doing right. That's why I don't think heaven and hell can exist. I mean, to, to just to allow myself to go there and suspend this belief for a moment, I don't think it can. I don't think everybody thinks they're doing right. Really? No. I think there's just some genuinely evil fucks who don't give a shit as long as they get theirs. Uh, but see, like, but even those people, I think they think all that matters is me. I think they're just well, wired. They're doing right by themselves. Yeah, I think they're wired incorrectly. I think that they genuinely only see the only person in this world that matters is me, and as long as I get me, fuck everybody else. But in their head, that's hey, the right. Hey, whoa, move. bro! Uh, quit criticizing the boomers so much. <laughs> that's oh man, I, the, the, George Carlin nailed them. Like they're the generation that was free love and free hippies and love and sex and drugs all in the sixties and seventies, and then suddenly in the late eighties, like no, mine. Everything's mine. Everybody else has to do what I say. And I butchered that bit from George, but he nailed it because it's true. Cool. Like, it, it, I mean, they are a very successful and wealthy generation mm-hmm. because. They got theirs and uh, and tripled the price and everything. Yeah. They bought ha- they bought houses for sixty grand and sold them for three hundred. Well, it's so funny that the, like the idea of asking for help in this country is like looked upon as like weak. Oh, dude, that's what. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. What do you yeah. need help for? It's like motherfucker, because I need help, man. Like, yeah, dude, because you're like, charging you me triple like, for everything. Like, you you like you used to be able to work at a fucking auto zone. 
What up, motorcycle? You used to be able to burning through, man. Dude, you used to be able to work at a fucking auto zone and support your wife and three kids by a giant house. Like, big dude, I went to college, worked part time, and bought a house. Yeah. Dude, like okay, my, like my own grandfather, love him to death, but he literally told me, he goes, you know what I did when I got out of the military? I used my GI Bill and I bought a second house and I leased that house and I made money. And I was like, Grandpa, how much was your GI Bill? Twenty eight thousand dollars, and you bought a house with twenty eight thousand dollars. Good luck doing that. Today. And what are you telling me? You want me to go into the goddamn armed forces? Yeah, first of all, no. material. <laughs> you bought a house for twenty eight grand. I, like I could probably scrape together twenty eight grand over the course of the next however many years without having to go to the fucking army and lease out the house. But you know what twenty eight grand worth of a house gets you? It gets you no house. It gets you maybe oh, a fucking anymore. shack, maybe a fucking shack. Like there's no like that it's strategy Sears, that they all uh, used Sears isn't possible. Sell uh, houses that you could assemble in their catalog from like nineteen forty something to like. Or 1930-something to, like, 1950. It was literally, pay, like, it was, like, 9000 bucks, And they literally just shipped you a house that you, like, put together. <laughs> Jesus. For nine grand. You can't even get a decent car for nine grand. No, I mean, these no, are the people telling everybody else. If you want to buy another car in another, like, Yeah, four, another five year. Years. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. shit's going to break and you're going to be throwing 500 a month. It's fixed. Like, it, it's, it's, it's. Again, it's the lack of, or it's the overabundance of ego. It's never having shown empathy well, for other people. Literally, the only thing that matters is money and being powerful. Yep, that's, like, that's what the church is. Like that's what it's exactly what the it church is. has so much fucking money. Like yeah, and the they're vet, not even taxed. The vet not even taxed is. I'm pretty sure the Vatican is like one of the top. 15 richest countries. Oh, yeah. Just because of like all the shit they have. Like, the, and, and art, like artifacts and like yeah. diamonds and, and gold. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and continually people give them 10% of their salaries. Yeah. They, they, uh, they tax 10% of <laughs> everyone that believes in them. I mean, it's money and power, man. It's staggering. I mean, that's, that's, it's, like, it's like Wu Tang said cash rules everything around me. Everything around me. Cream, son. Get the, get the money. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> and with that, I think that's a perfect way to surmise this episode is God. I'm sure dollar it's bills. the greatest thing that's ever been recorded. This episode, guaranteed. Yeah. I, I consider this episode the Wu Tang of podcasts. Yeah, sure. You know, podcasts are temporary, but Wu Tang is forever. <laughs> Everybody like, out there, yeah. if you made it an hour through this, I appreciate you listening. See you next time.